What's up, Funnelpreneurs? This is Will Estreiser, and welcome to the Funnel Society, where my guests and I share with Funnelpreneurs just like you what it really takes to build a five to seven figure online business using proven sales funnel strategies and tools. I've spent the last four years learning and implementing these strategies for clients, and I was tired of the instant millionaires selling you one-tip solutions. So I decided to share what it really takes and answer the question you are burning to know. How can I become the hero of my funnelpreneur journey? And this podcast will give you the answer. All right, we're recording. Awesome. Guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Funnel Society. Geez, got stuck on that quickly. <laughs> cool. I've got the massive pleasure of having on Daria. Uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce your surname because I'm probably going to like my surname. Most people mispronounce it totally. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to chat to her today. Um, Daria, would you want to just introduce yourself, pronounce your surname, and let's uh, let's get into this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I'm really excited. Funnels and all this is really a topic I love talking about and geeking out about. Um, my surname, uh, yes, it's it's a, it's a tough one. It's Bodo Pianova. Um, I, when I lived in Australia, it was really hard to pronounce it. I put my website to dariavi.com just to make it simple for everyone and like yeah. not having to overcomplicate things. But yes, Bodo Pianova. That's awesome. Awesome. Brilliant. Yes. So where are you coming from at the moment? Where are you sitting? Where are you located? So I'm based in Portugal, um, in Lisbon at the moment. Um, my background, I've been, I lived in many countries. I've been also working remote and with, before remote and digital nomadism was a thing. Um, I have been living in Sweden, in France. My partner is French uh, since yeah. 10 years. So we've been living there for many years in Australia but I'm born in Russia. So that question of where you come from is always hard for me to answer because it's yeah. like Europe, that sounds like a, a good way to <laughs> englobe it. So yes. Yeah, that's, that's easy enough to do. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Cool, so let's get a bit about, I like to go into somebody's backstory whenever we start out. Yeah. Gonna have a good chat on where somebody came from because most people think like online marketers or people doing online marketing, they just fell out of the tree and had success, okay? But that doesn't happen, as we all know. And if you're in the trenches, you know this. So yeah. what I wanted to ask you is kind of give us a backstory on how you got into what you were doing. Because clearly, yeah. was this exactly what you started with? Or did you first find your path to where you are right now? I mean, I... What I always been, I've always been an entrepreneur since, you know, since a very young age, I knew that I'm creative, I'm good with people. So I love the whole social selling part. That was something that came intuitively to me. And living in Sweden, I decided to move down to France when I met my partner. And without speaking the language, I opened the language school and training center for five years. Okay. And my partner, Sebastian, speaks 12 languages. I speak five. Wow. So we had the, and wow. he had the TEDx that had huge success because you know um of that being our method you know that we developed so the thing was that we got a lot of attention with that tedx and especially with our method development was very unconventional let's say when it comes to de-traumatized language experience um but we didn't know how to deal with it the real problem came when people were starting to give us advice on how to grow and online presence, how to grow a business around your knowledge, if you're a coach, consultant, trainer, speaker, and how to do that successfully without becoming the slave of your business. Because what I was getting as an advice was people telling me, 
you should get an office, you should, you know, train people, you should be sitting in the office and have, you know, micromanaging all that. And that was for me a nightmare because we are both travelers. We love, we love to be free, location independent. I had no reason to, for me to actually get stuck in the place and become a school and, or an academy. So for us, that was really a question of how do we grow without losing the freedom, without losing the impact, without losing the profit, but at the same time growing so more people can actually benefit from us. It took me two years to actually, you know, I was going for that for two years, always trying to find a solution because I was really feeling stuck. We were having inbox full of people wanting to work with us, but we had no idea how to do it because we had no support. We had no business coach who could help us. So almost two years, I was struggling to find someone who could help me to find a better way to have more, you know, growth and impact and freedom. And I didn't find it. So I actually closed down the school. Okay. And for two years, I decided to that I have no way to find it. I was living in France at that point and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go, but I need to get out of my own head. You know, that moment when you feel like you're living a life and like the, the solutions I'm finding, they are not here. I have to go out. I have to get out of my normal environment where I am. So it took me to Australia. I decided to quit, you know, everything, close it down. I had a non-for-profit. I gave it to my volunteers, closed down the school, okay. you know, left our home, left everything just to get out of that space and say, my, yeah. my, the solution I'm looking for is how do I, as a coach consultant who has an amazing experience in, you know, I have a framework, my clients love me. How do I scale this? How do I grow? How do I impact without losing my, my joy in my life? And which for me, my joy is to work with my clients. Yeah. So my own wish, it was about four or five years ago to find that solution brought me on that journey of thought leadership and really finding a way to impact through the online world. And because I was traveling at point and we were, you know, we were living in different countries and we were having, and I'm also a speaker, both of us, we have done six TEDx, the two of us together. So we were speaking a lot and we were invited to conferences. We didn't have an opportunity to just be, you know, stable and have an office. We were, our life was online. So I had to find the tools. I had to find the ways. And I was, I remember the moment when I really came across like funnel building, I was, speaking with a guy and I was struggling to find a way to go from coaching to online courses. And as a speaker, he was telling me like, well, actually I'm, I'm a, I want to go into speaking and I wanted to go into funnels and online course. And he was an impressive, impressive online, you know, online course builder. So we decided to actually come together and brainstorm and work together. And that collaboration lasted almost for one and a half years. So okay. he pushed me to become extremely good at, I mean, he basically mentored me. He mentored me for yeah. one and a half years to get that up and running. And I realized that my natural strategic mind was perfect for funnels. It was perfect for this world, but yeah. I didn't even know about it, it was existing. So he got me to study webinars. He got me to study, you know, Jeff Walker, the Product formula, all the classics. And oh I was just sitting there the whole summer and just so excited about learning about this and just going deep into that. And I started to binge watch, you know, yeah. like Netflix, all this funnel building and stuff like that. I'm not a, a I'm not the marketer. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. I'm not the marketer as such because I'm, I'm you know, I'm a co-founder and business owner, but I love that that part of our business, I love. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give that away. I still want to have the strategic approach to it. And I want to, you know, be involved in that process because I realized that, that was really one of the missing links for our growth and impact. 
So it really was that journey that allowed me to go towards, you know, learning for myself, growing our business, and now teach our clients that this is part of what you're going to create. You have to have this. It's not, not, it's not the question, but if you're going to grow six, seven uh, figure business online course, course, or let's say coach or consultant, you have to have it. Yeah. No, brilliant. Yeah. Thanks. That was a very, very good intro <laughs> into your world and how you've, well, how you've progressed and where you started with. I just wanted to start away from the start there and go, you know, five languages. That's amazing, yeah. by the way. I've got two done and I can't get any more in my head. I think you said your husband, the boyfriend, you said? Um, yeah, my partner speaks partner, 12. Sorry, sorry, yeah. partner. Uh, sorry he, he can 12. That's amazing. Yes. That in itself is already <laughs> like a massive milestone. But it's great that you progressed. You kind of put yourself out of the scenario where yeah. you kind of get your head clear, okay? And you got yes. into the whole world of funnels and you actually had a mentor. Now, yes. that mentor is usually, I know myself, a mentor yeah. makes a massive difference. Absolutely. Having the right mentor is also very important because yes. you have somebody that can lead you down a road that's kind of, yeah, at the dead end, but then realize until you get to the dead end and like, I've just wasted all this time. But so yes. tell me quickly, also you said the thought, I think you said thought leadership, okay? Yes. Um, so what is that? What is that for people listening right now? What does that mean? So as I see this, we all have experience in our life that we have done something we have achieved something we have had you know moments of downs and ups and failures and it got us here and those things that we learn on the on the path are our basically our secret recipe like you know our grandparents have secret recipe of their what they cooked we have a secret recipe of what's up in our mind we can choose to keep it for ourselves or we can choose to share it with the world and what I do is that I help people to basically share it with the world. So if they're a coach or consultant, or if they're experts or speakers, someone who has a knowledge and want to go all in. So usually they are independent, they work for themselves, they, or if they are working company, they want to monetize that. But it's really about how can I passionately go all in 100% into this world of giving you know, my framework to other people so they can walk my path yeah. and re- like just take that framework and with yeah. my coaching, with my support, get the same type of results. So that's what I do. I help these type of people, coach, mostly coaches, consultants who are stuck, yeah. um, touching six figures, but they don't get over that. And they're like kind of in that moment when they are doing everything there, they are not, you know, enjoying being in their zone of genius, delivering their message, working with their clients, getting, creating new products, new, you know, new content, they're stuck doing everything and they're stuck not feeling good because they're just repeating themselves. So that's yeah. getting them out of that and getting them into their zone of genius. Yes, that's brilliant. No, I love it. No, that's a great way of uh, bringing value to somebody because again, uh, the value component here is this massive and actually helping that person get out of that kind of rut they're in because yes. as content creators, it gets so overwhelming and you constantly have to pump out content at your audience and just constantly and at some point you're just going to be burned out and or just lose a bit of yeah. momentum and as entrepreneurs yeah. as you know you get those lows when a low for entrepreneurs is pretty <laughs> not that great because uh yeah, yeah i don't know i've got the seeing it's a, maybe not the best one but it's uh, if you're if you aren't moving forward you're standing still and that's kind yes. of usually what our mindset work because we, we want to see progress we want to see something moving forward and as you say mm -hmm. they it's what we do actually on our side is very similar just we take the tech of those guys, consultants and coaches. Yeah. Where you yeah. Talk, to help them get on the coaching side and get that better. We in the content, we focus on actually the tech side, take that out of their mind space and say, you don't have to worry about that. Because yeah. you can't be doing everything. 
it's impossible no. to run everything in your business. It's just, it burns you out so quickly. And it's yes. making that decision to actually invest in a coach like yourself or a mentor like yourself coming into the business with a fresh pair of eyes and seeing what's going on. And that's brilliant. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah. Thank you. Cool. So you also talked about, um, or you, you, when we reached, we reached out to me, you talked about um, LinkedIn funnels that you work with. So I'm used to the whole sales funnels with click funnels and everything and building that side of things on the whole website platform. But uh, LinkedIn funnels, is that a little bit different or is it very similar? Or how would you describe the LinkedIn funnels you work with? So LinkedIn is a part of what we do. It's a tool. So most of the coaches consultants we work with, they want to have amazing clients. And of course, you can go to Facebook, you can go to Instagram, you can go anywhere in the, in the social, you know, social media platforms. One of the underused uh, platforms is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And before I was working with Thought Leadership, I was training uh, almost for four years in LinkedIn strategies and social selling on LinkedIn. And I realized when I was starting to get mentored by my, you know, my mentor, like, wait a second, there is a link between what I'm doing on LinkedIn and the funnels and I put my knowledge together and and that became the LinkedIn funnel and what that basically is is that you have the same approach to LinkedIn as you would have to the the a normal funnel someone who knows funnel building I I guess your listeners are quite familiar with that but you always have, you know, that one target audience, one call to action. You will have a, like a lot of testimonials, credibility, and stuff like that. The thing with LinkedIn is that you can build it out in the same way with your LinkedIn profile, with your content within the platform. You can create a landing page from your LinkedIn profile. You can create a content strategy that's going to like get traffic to your LinkedIn profile. And from the LinkedIn profile, you can get them to book a call, get in a webinar, or do something else. So that is basically the idea. And when people realize that it's actually not a CV, I can use that as an entrance to my funnel and I can revamp that and optimize that in that way. They just have so much more success with LinkedIn because they finally start to understand that there's much more to it than I thought. Yeah, and that's brilliant. No, I said I, definitely LinkedIn is definitely an untapped market because that's where I think a lot of guys not might get it wrong, but might misunderstand it. Where Facebook, it, it's a lot more social. Where LinkedIn, people come, they to do business. So whenever you get a lead from there, it's very much a lead that came there to look for business. They didn't come there for social. They didn't come to mm-hmm. chat and just hang out. We, I think so. that's why Facebook, yeah, it's still a great marketing tool, but it's kind of yeah. misses where LinkedIn, I just feel like it's an untapped, super untapped market. And we also talk about YouTube a lot. We, a lot of people don't realize how untapped that Absolutely. even is. Because yes. um, there's a lot of guys on there marketing themselves very well, but they have no clue how to convert those guys as you say, how to monetize them. We yes. recently just worked with a client, great marketer, really great. He had about, um, he had a good following on, on YouTube, but he had no idea how to monetize. And we just had to mm-hmm. step in and say, listen, let's put some systems in place. Like you said, we had to do, you kind of generate leads from your LinkedIn. So where do you send them? You have to send them to the funnel, some kind of freebie, some of get them in and kind yeah. of build that relationship, that client relationship all there. Yeah. yeah, as we use the same, uh, yeah, a buying relationship from there. Yeah. But, yeah. But LinkedIn is also, when it comes to how to use it, I think a lot of people are confused about like either they do nothing because they don't understand it or they do something completely wrong, which is automation and bots. And with automation and bots, I'm completely against that idea because when you spam people, you don't create trust. 
And there's a great quote from Sig Ziglar that says, if people like you, they will listen to you. And if people trust you, they will make business with you. Yeah. And it's the same on social media. It's the same thing with funnels. It's the same with online marketing. You have to create likeliness and trust. If I don't like, if I don't feel like, hey, we have a connection and I trust you enough, mm-hmm. nothing will happen. The same with LinkedIn. Yeah. If you start to spam me with a bot or an automation yeah. and we have never spoken and you're trying to put me into a webinar, I'm not going to come because I have no idea who you are. Yeah. So you have to create that trust and likeliness and that, you do by one having great social selling skills that you develop and that's a skill for sure Uh, actually learn how to speak with people online Um, and secondly is how do you you know create enough trust in your content in your profile with your testimonials within linkedin that people actually want to have that conversation yeah that's brilliant no that's great um i said i think that's great advice and if somebody didn't listen to that really rewind or for whatever you want to do go back and listen to that again because not a lot of people are saying that, what you just said there. A lot of people just say, no, I'll automate it or I'll add a person in there. Um, it's good to add a person in there, I think, but if you can kind of handle some of the stuff, I think it's great. I said that build that relationship and actually speaking to the person directly instead of yeah. going, I said, the bot and spamming everybody and just sending messages. Yeah, um, great thing I've like, recently now uh, watched, I've actually read by, actually by, um, what's his name now? I've got his name now, excuse me, but, um, and he talked about this whole thing about reaching out to people and cold, the cold way of reaching out to people is so, yeah, you don't really take the time. Uh, one of my clients we work with, um, they're doing affiliate reach out at the moment. And what they really did is they took them to the next level. Is they actually go, went and watched the video of the person, a few videos actually after a while, and found some common ground, like an icebreaker type thing. And when they reached out to the person, it was kind of like, um, hey, I listened to this episode and it was great. And they actually find common ground. Yeah. I think the three steps are don't be a weirdo whenever you reach out. I don't know, it's usually don't be a weirdo. Actually talk to them on what's going to happen when they work with you and just be real on what you can do. And uh, yeah, and it's, it's actually pretty amazing once you start doing that personal touches and just actually speaking to somebody on that level. It just makes a difference because it makes you stand out. And I, I love that you said that because I think a lot of guys are missing that. And trying to Absolutely. automate everything. Me speaking and as an automation guy, that's the part you need not automate. So yeah. Absolutely. And the thing is, that's something I always tell to our members or even anyone that I speak to that wants to go for Facebook ads or wants to go to for oh. funnels. It's like if you haven't got up to six figures yeah. with your coaching consulting, you should not even touch funnels unless you know how to close on the phone because you don't want to replace your fear of rejection and fear of feeling imposter or feeling not enough yeah. because it's a lot of ha- your you know your your inner work that has to happen because you have to get out there present what you have to yeah. offer get the feedback and say oh i haven't thought about it and go rearrange that get that to work organically and then you can add whatever you want ads it's basically like classical music if you think of a musician um my partner did a movie and he had a great um, musical teacher in that movie that's the commentary that said if you learn guitar with him you have to learn classical music first and then you can do rap or you know you know, any type of rock if yeah. on with on that guitar but first you need to know the groundwork and the groundwork of online sales is if you're afraid of rejection, if you're afraid to speak to your, you know, your actual clients and ask yeah. them, what am I doing that I can do better? Why would you not buy from me? What's wrong with my offer? Or what's, does, what's missing for you? If you cannot have that conversation, you can put all the ads in the world, yeah. nothing will happen. Yeah. And that is something I cannot insist enough on that people are missing, you know, yeah. when it comes to marketing. 
again, another thing you just, uh, I preach all the time, any client work of, it's, have you hit that figure? Uh, we usually say, well, it's, as you said, six, seven figures, at least seven figures sometimes, just because ads are, Facebook has no remorse. If you put your mm. credit card in, they're not going to say, oops, you overspent. Oh, we'll refund you. That doesn't happen. If you make yeah. a mistake there, it's going to cost you. And I think a lot of guys say, no, nah, you should start below online course and you should run ads. No, um, what we've done really well, is we've, we've partnered. We partner with a lot of people and we kind of work with them as affiliates, as an, a referral, basically, and use that person's trust to get started, especially somebody starting out. Um, I'll get actually to that, what you would recommend to somebody starting out. But mm. yeah, that's what we recommend using. It's just to start off the partnership with somebody that's in your niche, but not a direct competitor. You kind of mm. speak to and start partnering with, 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 and you kind of speak to them and say, listen, this is my offer I have got. I know this is why it would fit well with your course. Uh, let's have a chat about it. Not out of gate, ask them to date, because that's, uh, that's a difficult one always. Because then walk up to anybody in the street and say, hey, do you want to date me? Yeah. <laughs> you kind of build a relationship or you find a common ground and some way to speak to them. So uh, we find that the partnership route was kind of each simple, not simpler, but yeah, simpler entry point. Because then you can kind of test a few things out. You can get out of the market. Um, you're going to work with lower, lower down, well, lower levels at the moment until you work yourself, well, yourself up to the level of speaking to bigger guys. But uh, yeah, anyway, yes. question for you then is somebody just starting out. They, as I said, we say Facebook is a no-no. So what is their kind of stepping stones just to start out with? Um, whenever they start in this online space, they're a coach, they're an online marketer. They don't really mm -hmm. know where to start. I like to give some advice usually to somebody just starting out also. Yeah. So what happens often, like in, in our academy, we see there are three stages to growth and impact in, in sustainable growth and impact. First step is profit. Second step is time. And third one is impact. And yeah. if you're starting off, you don't want to jump to impact too early. What I mean by that is that if you're starting off and you're like, I want to go and speak on TEDx, I want to do a book, I want to create an online course, I want to have all these big masses, that's what happens very often because people yeah. are afraid to have the one-on-one -on -one conversation. I come back mm -hmm. to that. A lot of people are afraid just to get on the call and ask, would you like to work with me? Yeah. And getting a no. So they are, you know, they're going for impact first uh, instead of going for profit first. What happens is that they try to go for that. They get tired because they try to launch an online course for 97 and they had four people signing up because they don't know how to build a funnel. They don't have to know how, they don't have the money to invest in their business. They don't have the, yes. the actual support to create the real, you know, it takes time to build a good marketing strategy. So yes. instead what I tell them, go for profit first and that take on a handful of clients. Yeah. And go with high ticket first, because why is it easier? Get one-on-one -on -one clients, get a small group, serve the hell out of them, yeah. work with 10 people. With 10 people that you keep on client retention, you can have a six-figure year. Yeah. I just want to remind, you know, I always remind my clients that if you have 10 clients that you serve and you serve them, you do like a small collaboration and then you upsell them, you can have a 10K retention on each client quite easily. And with 10 clients, you're up to six figures. What can you do? You can hire, you can invest in ads, you can get someone to work with you, you can invest in yourself. That's the way to do it. So first thing first, work on your most advanced level program. What's the highest price? So instead of going from low to high, go from high to low. 
Yeah. What's your highest premium profit that you can, you know, for someone maybe listening who's new, they might be scared to ask for 3K or 5K, yeah. but that's maybe the highest you can go. Go for that. If you feel like, okay, I can go for 15, I can go 25. Amazing. You will grow there. You will get better and you'll be able to have the confidence to go higher. But start with the highest price point you can with one-on-one and then have a low-end offer, which is group coaching, which maybe one-third of the price. Don't go under that. And then only run with those two offers and nothing else. And yep. what you do, no funnels, no marketing strategy, no ads. You just get good on lead generation. Yep. You speak with people, you create trust, you create content value, you mm. create, you know, you really work on how do I go from my offer to sales, get them on the call. Even in the beginning, if they say, well, I don't want to get on the call. If you have no clients, you have nothing else to do than get your clients, yeah. get your first clients, That's get on the call. On. Yeah. So get on the call, learn how to cl- close on the call, even if it feels like, well, I'm closing for 500. Yes. And you're going to feel so good about yourself and then get yourself up to six figures by learning the skills of sales conversation online, knowing your target audience really well. You need to have a very good understanding of your target audience, what's going on in their mind, what do they believe about themselves? Where are they stuck? Like go deep yes. into the psychology of them, serve, over-serve them, over-deliver them to get amazing testimonials. And then yeah. you're up to six figures in even in one year, you can easily be up to that. The problem is that when you start to sidetrack yourself and you're trying to do the, I'm going to do a challenge. I'm going to do an online course. I'm going to do this and that. I'm going to start email marketing. I'm going to do, I'm going to learn how to do Instagram reels. Go back and track. Is this is actually the fastest way to sales if it's not if you're not serving your clients what are you doing yep that's the way i will go about it that's the first stage yeah yep. that's brilliant thanks that is amazing advice there if uh, again hopefully you're writing it down whoever is listening you're writing this down because uh, well one of our brands as i thought we talked about um before call is heroes that we do and we do exactly the same thing we teach people just to just get your foot in the online marketing space we show them how to do a service hustle. So a side hustle that's service-based just to get yourself into this, all right? As mm-hmm. you said, they start off and starting off with uh, one we teaches um, podcast agency, how to be a podcast agent. And we talk about that and we just show them how to start offering that service, getting one client, just getting one client, yes. even working for free, getting that one client and using that one client to get your testimonial and say, listen, I'll work yes. for free for you. Let me get a testimonial from you, that kind of thing. And then you build it from there. It's mm-hmm. uh, most, I think I'm going to say that most of these Lambo gurus out there promise you immediately success out of the gate of your course. How can you build a course if you haven't done anything really or any tangible mm-hmm. results? You're basically yes. selling, you're selling somebody marketing who's doing marketing, who's doing marketing, who's doing marketing. It's just a vicious circle. And yes. yeah, that's what we found just as soon as we taught them a skill and said, okay, so now things are going to start snowboarding because then we teach them all online marketing. Then we teach them sales funnels because now it makes sense got to, to learn that and got to offer that as a service because they've got mm. the, the clients now. You've yes. proven to them you can deliver on what you're saying. Yes. You've got testimonials. And what we found is some of them within five months had to start building a team um, because they reached yes. the five-figure mark. Boom, they got it. Because yes. it wasn't that hard because you're still trading time at this time point for money, but it's a starting point and that's a good starting point because everybody yes. jumps to affiliate marketing. If you have mm. no following, what the hell is affiliate marketing even worth? Yeah. You can't do that. You have to start somewhere. And this is how you build the relationships and the partnerships. Anyway, yeah. Yes. And I want to add to that. I had a, actually had a conversation today with our, one of our community members. And 
He was asking me, well, Daria, people tell me I should do ads, I should not do ads. I should do email lists, I should not do email lists. Like, what am I supposed to do? And I told him, it's not about what, it's when. Yeah. It's all of that is possible. It's just the stage you're in. You have to know your stage. If you're under six figures, there's one specific thing they should be doing. If you are six, multiple six figure, that's where you should be playing. And then you have the stage of impact. That's going to be another plane. You just have to know what do you, it's almost like a game. You have to know what's the stage mm -hmm. one, what do I have to reach in order to be able to do the next thing yeah. and if you know that if you understand it's actually like you know in karate or anything in like any any kind of sport you have things you have to learn before you can start mm -hmm. to master the next skill master the one first and then go to the next one and that's something that i want to insist on because if you go to in like an online course that someone is selling you that is teaching you you know things that you're feeling like okay it's gonna be they're telling you that i would you're gonna have a huge sex yeah. figure this year and what how big is their list if you compare with your own yeah. you know how many years of experience do they have if you compare with your own like start with this the best coaches the best mentors i've met are the ones who tell you what to do at that stage yeah. if you work with stage at this what has to happen in this stage mm -hmm. get this right then we can move over to you know building your team and getting this funnels up and running like with my stage two program momentum i have funnels building we have ads we have hiring we have all that but my first level program doesn't have that because first i need to know how to sell high ticket yeah that's the thing <laughs> no, yes i love it no i love it it's it's simple stuff but most people miss it it's yes. just because there's so much information out there it's difficult to kind of get to the right place Luckily, I've, I've got you on also resonating and I love your message because I totally agree with a lot of stuff you're saying. So, uh, yeah, and we're preaching at the same time. And yes, the great thing is you're actually in the business doing it. That's also yes. the difference because a lot of people are talking about this, but they're not actually doing the thing. We, if you're doing the thing, it's just, yeah, guys, it's different. It makes a massive difference in any case. And that's why I have people like Daria on here to kind of speak to you guys on that level where it makes sense and they're doing it. And it's showing tangible examples of what you're doing or giving advice at least. And um, it's not flashy. It's not flashy. And that's, that's the problem. I think people are so used to doing the flashy thing about, oh, I have to drive a Lamborghini. I have to go there or that. And it's, as soon as you get messed up, mixed up with that, you're in the wrong place. And yes. if you're that kind of person listening to this podcast, yeah, you might as well just uh, unsubscribe to my podcast because that's not gonna work what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk mm. about sustainable growth starting with the building blocks at the bottom because i always love the saying and i always say this most likely on the podcast but it was by warren buffett it's about when the tide goes out you'll see you swimming naked it's a case of mm. are you going to be the guy who builds your house on literally just like on a few matchsticks or be the guy who build a business on the foundations and doing the work up front and i love yes. again love the advice you bring in so uh yeah cool thank you all right cool i've I think we are almost um, out of time here. I don't want to keep it too long. Also, it's uh, late at night for me where I am. Moment in time, maybe for you also then. But uh, okay, so let's do the, the cool thing here of uh, how do people get in contact with you? So uh, a shameless pitch for yourself. <laughs> so the best way is to get uh, to dariavi.com and check out, um, especially if you're stage one, you'll be able, uh, as we're recording, to check out the training to see what shifts you have to make in order to you know really work on that stage you can also get in touch with me on linkedin um 
just type my name and you'll be able to find me. I'm happy to speak with you about the podcast, about your questions. And we have a community on Facebook called the Thought Leadership Accelerator Community. So it's TLA community. Uh, hopefully we can have a, a link in the show notes. It's easier for them. Uh, so yeah, join our community, check out dariavi.com or write me a direct message on LinkedIn. And I'm happy to hear from you. Brilliant, love it. Well, guys, um, I'm going to say thanks to Daria. Thanks a lot for coming on. It's been amazing to have you on. Um, I think I'll definitely bring it back on again because we didn't even cover all the stuff we wanted to talk about. Um, but yeah, that leaves the guys kind of leading on a cliff, a cliff, bit of a cliffhanger to say, hey, I'm going to bring you back. And uh, wow. I think it's going to be awesome. So yeah, Thank again, you. you've been really great. I love having you on. And the guys, um, any last words of advice you maybe want to give them? Yes. If you're listening to things and you're learning and you are, you know, you're listening to podcasts and you're, you're going online, you're doing webinars, the, f- the worst thing that could happen for me, for you listening to this is you telling me that it was inspiring because if it was inspiring and you didn't take action, it was not worth it. So I really want you to stop before you do anything else. You just sit down for half an hour and you just write, if you journal, if you're a notebook, what one action will you take from today? What did you learn today in this podcast episode that is going to take become an action? Implementation is key. If you want to grow, you have to start implementing. So in, inspiring is nothing. Inspiring is great as a first introduction, but I want you to really start taking action, even on the free stuff that you're listening to. Because if you start to take small action every day, even if incremental habit tracking like mindset shift something that you're doing differently is going to lead to success because you're starting to shift in micro micro actions so that's my advice to you brilliant again great advice guys definitely something to preach and uh, keep going with (laughs) cool all right cool daria again it was great to have you on guys have a fantastic day and uh, keep safe and uh, yeah chat to you on the next episode guys have a great day cheers